Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, what's up? Where are we going? Uh, who, who are you? Who's this guy? Do you know Alex. him, Adam? Alex? Yeah. There's something different about you. What's going on? I shaved my head all the way down. Still not you. This is? I have the same beard. Welcome to episode 36 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. Today we will be giving the his on ESPN's Wide World of Sports. And yep. today we have a special guest in the studio, the young professor. So young professor, uh, do you want to tell us a little about yourself? Yes, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm excited to be here on the Diz His and we are talking about something that I myself am involved in. You might say, Professor, why is he on for the ESPN Wide World of Sports well, I was actually a longtime college professor in exercise science, and now I am a social media manager, but also I am an entertainer working in as a trivia host. That's how actually Joe and I know each other, uh-huh. and also as an announcer and commentator in uh, boxing, professional wrestling, mixed martial arts, and even professional football. That's cool. Yeah, it is really cool, and that's the reason why we're going to talk, talk about the wide, wide world of sports today. Uh, real quick, can you tell us why Disney is special to you? Well, for the last several years, well, not not consistently. I've got a family of six, so let's lead off with that. Okay. But we are annual pass holders about every other year because okay. uh, for any of you who have ever purchased one, you know it's rather steep, and you multiply that by six people. Yeah. You can only pretend kids are two for so long. <laughs> but then you miss out on the fifteen uh, percent discount. That's true, but I mean to be able to do it in back to back years with, I mean. I need the I need the uh, the old announcer bills to start paying a little bit more if we're going to get that <laughs> more consistently. Uh-huh. But we've been annual pass holders for for a few years now, and uh, for as long as I've been with my wife, Disney has just been something that really it, it makes us happy, and it's something that we do, and and it's why we save up and value going because we have such a great experience. We're having so many great memories with our kids, and there are things that my wife and I really didn't have a chance to do when we were kids. So. It's special for our children. We have a lot of fun, so uh, it's fun to just be able to talk about it. Yeah, and I, I was—I think it was like a couple months ago, maybe it was a little bit more than a couple months ago. But you and I kind of ran into each other. We had no idea that we were we were going to be at Magic Kingdom that oh, day. Yeah? You know, we didn't plan on it, but we were uh, outside near Haunted Mansion. That's my favorite, man. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite spot to be. And were you going to wait in line to get those special like Haunted Mansion talking heads? I did. Um, it, we we got the Funko ones. That's the only thing I'm waiting in line for when it comes to it. But we, I waited in line to get. Um, I didn't go early for the Madame Leota glow in the dark one. I was able to get her after the fact, which was good. But when they had uh, the one who was actually in the Doom buggy, mm-hmm. like we waited in line. We got there super early. They actually had some of the characters out. Yeah. Like Goofy was dressed in Haunted Mansion That's attire. Cool. It was it was a pretty sweet experience. So at least when you're waiting in line for two hours to buy something and spend exorbitant amounts of money on toys, they made it a pretty pleasant experience for you. Nice. Yeah, that nice. reminded me. You said you ran into him. Yeah. I actually ran into Gary, fan favorite. Who? Oh, so, Gary. Oh, where? I mean, it wasn't Disney. It was at Publix like right. an hour ago. But I ran into Gary. Oh, did you? Oh, Gary, like uh, our movie guy. Gary, isn't he your brother-in-law, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> I'd go with that one first. Yeah. yeah, but Publix has nothing to do with Disney. I know. I just ran into him. <laughs> but I wanted to be in the conversation. That's true. We got to get him on again, huh? <laughs> we got to do a movie. I haven't done a movie in a really long time. Two episodes ago, we did Beauty and Beast. Oh, yeah, you're right. I guess Such you're right. a long time. So, but, you know, let's get back on the Haunted Mansion real quick. Yeah. They had those talking heads. They were kind of like Furbies. I guess they were kind of like, they would talk to each other, right? Those, those. I didn't even see those. No. I must no? admit. How did I miss that? I don't know. But I, I thought it was kind of cool because they kind of interact with each other. Yeah. Oh, wow. And when, when I saw you there, there was some guy there. He had like 30 of them bought. And obviously, he's not going to keep all 30 of them. I'm sure he was going to go ahead and get them and sell really? them. Really? They allowed what if, that? What yeah. if he wanted a set in each room of his house? I mean, that could be the case. Yeah, it could be. But, so, yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about the wide world of sports. Uh, I've been there a couple of times to uh-huh. see. Oh, actually, you know, the young professor and I, we both like our the same baseball team. We're both Mets fans. So oh, I love you? the Mets. We are lowly Mets fans. Yes, yes. we are. And uh, so I went to go see the Mets play there a couple of times. Right. Um, so we'll talk more about that during the, like, the memories section. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like 
the ESPN Wide World of Sports. I thought I thought it was a nice little. It's a nice complex, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Adam? I've only been there once, and I was a teenager, so I don't remember it. What were you there for? Yeah, uh, Braves game. Okay, nice. I've never been there, but after doing the research and looking at the facility, it's it's gigantic and it's really impressive. I do want to go there sometime, and I actually think I will be there next year, but hopefully. Okay. Why do you want to go there next year? I'll tell you later. Okay. Sounds good. How about <laughs> well, you? They just had the uh, Pro Bowl. Pro oh, Bowl yeah? was, yes. was in Orlando, and all of the festivities that they had during the week were over at the Wide World of Sports. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was free. A lot of it was open, so you could yeah. actually go over there and see the Lombardi Trophy. They had practice uh, sessions where they had the two teams out on the field, and you can go actually watch them practice yeah. ahead of the Super Bowl. So it's nice to see that space getting used for – more sports, especially you guys mentioned the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves just left. Yep. Yeah, that was their last year. They had a 20 year relationship. And then 2019 was the last year that their spring training was conducted there. So I think it's going to leave a pretty major gap in terms of the kinds of traffic that they have there. Right. So seeing the fact that at least they had the Pro Bowl maybe gives it a little bit more attention. Mm hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think there was just rumors a couple months ago that I heard Disney was thinking about buying like a, a Major League Baseball team. Really? Yeah, or it was coming to Orlando, and Disney was going to have something to do with it. And, I mean, they have the perfect setup right over there. I mean, obviously, it'd have to be a bigger stadium. Yeah, but- it wouldn't work for, like, a major league, like, season round. That wouldn't work. It's not big enough. Does Disney really have the land for that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could. You see what the attendance is like at the other Florida There's major league baseball seats. teams. There's a lot of like, You probably could make that happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, think about it. If they're, let's say you're at Disney, if families come down for, you know, long periods of time, weeks, you know. I mean, if you're sitting there and there's a baseball game on a Wednesday night and they have a pretty good deal, if you're staying on property, I'm sure a bunch of people would go. I'm, I think so. I mean, it, it remains to be seen. I do remember that rumor floating around, but I haven't heard anything about I it since anything they mentioned it. it. Yeah, I haven't heard about it, anything about it either. But maybe the Braves were leaving and they had this already kind of thought process like planned i don't know so i guess we'll find out in the future but i haven't heard anything more about it right all right ladies and gentlemen let's get to the his on the espn wide world of sports espn wide world of sports is at disney world orlando and was open on march 28 1997 on opening day, the Atlanta Braves hosted the Cincinnati Reds, defeating them 9-7 to a sellout crowd of more than 10,000. It was originally opened as Disney's Wide World of Sports, but was rebranded in 2010 to ESPN Wide World of Sports. This amazing complex has 230 acres of professionally run, state-of-the-art facilities that can host over 60 sports and thousands of events for athletes of all ages and abilities. You know, they had the spring training there, but... There's a lot of events that are going on that we don't even know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't really kind of promote it, you know, mm-hmm. but there's always stuff going on there. Yes. If it's like cheerleading. Um, a lot of cheerleading. Yeah. Cheerleading, college basketball, track and field events, and they actually, each year, they do a lot of work with the Special Olympics. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they host a lot of their athletic events. Because it's, it's such a large, multi-purpose facility where, like, they've got several venues just on that property they can accommodate tons of different activities, even simultaneously. So yeah. it's a good spot for something like that. Yep. And then not only that, they have like these sport teams and stuff coming to ESPN Wide World of Sports, and then they all give them free tickets to Disney, you know, Magic Kingdom, and all. they all go there. And you might say, you know, well, they're probably losing a lot of money, but guess what? All those people that are staying there for that amount of time, they're spending money somewhere. They're spending money on merchandise. They're spending money in the parks eating. Uh-huh. They're spending they're they're spending money everywhere. So they're they're making all that money, or getting kicked out. That well, soccer, the uh, girl yeah. in the Orlando City soccer. Yeah, over in there in Epcot yeah, huh? at yeah. um the Crown and Crown and what's the name of that restaurant that we're in England, in Epcot, England. I don't know the Crown. Oh, don't ask oh, Alex. My gosh. Yeah, that's <laughs> the Rosen Crown. The Rose and Crown. The yeah. Rose and Crown? Rose and Crown Pub. Oh, Rose makes sense. Yeah, and if you never notice, when you're going around like Epcot, there's always extra security there at that place. You'll see extra security there because that's where people usually go to get their drink on. You got a bunch of hooligans there. Yeah. You got a little, everyone gets a little out of sorts inside the Rose and Crown, everyone. Yes. People, people get a little dodgy over there. So what happened? Uh, apparently she had a little too much to drink and uh, uh-huh. been a little rowdy. So Was it that goalkeeper? Escort her off. I don't know sports. Oh, the rowdy. Uh, is that why you, 
It was one of the major uh, Orlando City soccer's, like Orlando high, City. Yeah, Orlando City. Nice. And she's Alex Morgan. Oh, was Alex Morgan? Yep, Alex oh Morgan. My gosh. Yeah, and I'm not sure if she was, you know, so much into it as her. She was there with a big crowd, uh-huh. and she was kind of sticking up for her friends that were getting a little too rowdy. Oh. And then, you know, that's what they say at least. So who knows how people kind of twist the stories to make her, you know, not as bad. That drinking around the world at Epcot will get you, man. Oh, it, it will get you, you know, especially because it's hot out and the heat. Oh. Hot and bothered. That's what that's about. Yes. Yeah. Man, I can't believe they had to beat the Reds on opening day. It's upset. That's upsetting to me since I'm a Reds fan. In addition to Disney-owned events and competitions such as Disney soccer, Disney baseball, and Disney spring training, some of the biggest youth sports championships in the nation are hosted at ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. The Pop Warner Super Bowl, AAU Girls Junior National Volleyball Championships, and Varsity Summit's All-Star Cheerleading Championships, just to name a few. According to the Orlando Sentinel, in 2022, the Special Olympics USA Summer Games will be held at ESPN Wide World of Sports and will bring in 4,000 athletes, 1,500 coaches, and 20,000 families and fans from all 50 states to Central Florida. So this hasn't been mentioned yet, but can Alex stay sick? He has a little more bass in his voice. Yeah. He's sounding really good right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can just come to school and the kids will just get you sick. I don't get sick very often. So this voice is definitely going to go away. <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds the same to me. Oh, really? Yeah. No. It's definitely a little deeper. But um, I do have some inside information because when I, I do Special Olympics basketball for my school, which is a special needs school, and we did our tournament last Saturday, and the lady who runs um, Volusia, she was talking to one of my parents, and she was telling them how next year Nationals is going to be held in Orlando. Yeah. So that's going to be next year, 2021, uh, Nationals for uh, for special needs high school basketball is going to be held here as and, well. And didn't your team get silver? Uh, they got one team got silver, the other one got bronze. Your team, right? Uh, both my teams. I have two teams. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, one got silver, one got bronze. You have a big area for a basketball court. I had to pull in there like a couple months ago. Yeah, uh, something was falling out of the back of a truck. Uh-huh. So I pulled in there and saw that. I'm like, wow, that goes pretty far back. That uh, the, where the uh, that's are. the other school, but yeah, oh. he was a blacktop over there. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it was pretty nice. It was fun. How many games do you guys play? Well, the uh, one who got uh, bronze played two teams. They mm-hmm. lost both games. <laughs> so bronze is <laughs> not that great, but it was fun. And the other team got silver. They played two teams, and they only lost in overtime to the other team. So they almost oh, got gold. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. That's yeah, awesome. they're a junior team, so they're all... And it's really easy. It's skills. It's just pass, pass, shoot mm-hmm. kind of stuff. That's great, though. Yeah, it was That's fun. Awesome. But So, yeah, this kind of goes back to the whole thing, that there's a lot of stuff that actually goes on there. So you think this big... There's not a lot of promotion going on for... You know, ESPN Wide World of Sports, but there's always something going on there. Yeah, I didn't know there was so much going on there all the time. I, I mean, I never, like I said, I didn't know the facility was so big. I didn't know it was so massive. I knew nothing about it, really. Well, I, I got a chance to look at the calendar just for the rest of the calendar year. And as vast as it is and as many facilities as they have, and they do have events going on, I'm really surprised that it doesn't get more usage. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. I mean, with that type of facility space, that's not common. Not a lot of places have that degree of resources available to them. So you would think that they'd be jumping all the time. Mm-hmm. And it seems like things are pretty spread out. I, I really, I mean, going back to what we said about the Braves leaving, I think that leaves a huge hole because that, at least every year, was was destination. Yeah. Because, because there's people that come down to Florida very specifically in March for spring training, yeah. spring training baseball. And mm-hmm. Disney usually is a, a, you know, a stop on everyone's trip. And you can do both. Like you can go to Disney and you can go to ESPN Wide World of Sports and you can see the Braves and whoever they're playing. And there's lots of great teams in the Grapefruit League, especially from the Northeast, which is where a lot of people are coming down to vacation that time of year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I heard from what I saw from the Braves was they moved because there's more facilities added onto the ballpark. So more from them to do with practicing between games. I guess at the facility at Disney, there's not those things for them to do between the games that they need for practice. So kind of like training, like weight yeah, training, yeah, like locker and stuff rooms like that. and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Do we know yeah. where they went? Yeah, I, I, I looked, I saw the day the where they went, but I don't think I have it on here anywhere. Yeah. I think they're they're kind of interesting in the sense that that's one of the few franchises that their spring training was not at a location where they already have a minor league baseball team. Whereas, like you think, like so, Joe and I are both Mets fans. The Mets all come down to Port St. Lucie, and yep. they play where the the St. Lucie Mets play, which makes sense because that's an already existing facility. That's where things happen. 
and it's not really separate from anything. And then when they leave, that facility gets continued usage, and you've got more Mets games all throughout the year. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Braves coming down, they're coming to Orlando exclusively for spring training. They don't have any of their um, their farm teams yeah. located there. So I always thought it was maybe an interesting setup. So, I mean, when you think about it that way, perhaps it was just a matter of time before they decided it's time to move on and do something that maybe makes a little bit more sense. Right. Yeah. yeah. I will say this, uh, just kind of looking at things that I think is an interesting programming element of what they have. The Disney spring training, which you mentioned a little bit earlier, that's not actually in reference to baseball. That's a great programming idea because Disney tries to get large groups to come down. And mm-hmm. depending on where people are, I mean, Florida, we're kind of spoiled here. Are you guys all like from Florida? Yep, I am. I'm from New York. I'm from Ohio, but I grew up here. When did you move here, Joe? I moved down here. I was like 15. Okay. So you've been here a while. Yeah. Like, I remember. Are you to say I'm old? <laughs> you're around my age, so we're, <laughs> story, we're in yeah. the same boat. But um, I just remember, like, Disney was this very exclusive destination. And I remember, like, chorus groups and band groups yeah. were looking for reasons to come down. Well, it looks like they do that for sports teams, too. That spring training is essentially during spring break, they will book trips for teams to actually just come down and practice using their facilities so that they can essentially use the parks while they're there. So yeah. it's a. It's a great moneymaker for Disney, and it's a great experience for the kids because they get to go do that, and they get to play at these really top-notch facilities yeah. at the ESPNY World of Sports. Yep. The Production Center is a 2,500-square-foot state-of-the-art facility with eight edit bays and uplinks to ESPN in Bristol, Connecticut, Los Angeles, and New York. It features 56 high-definition cameras, 42 robotic, 10 handheld, and 4 studio, and 40 high-definition video screens including three jumbo screens that can capture and display footage, event highlights, and interviews that were broadcast throughout the complex and on various Disney and ESPN platforms. This center works as a satellite campus for ESPN. Much like Charlotte and Los Angeles, ESPN creates programming there and tests new innovations for future broadcasts. ESPN's Gruden's Quarterback Camp is filmed at the Wide World of Sports. So this is a pretty decent amount of technology there. Yeah, I didn't know that they... Uh, do filming there like they do in Connecticut or Los Angeles. I wasn't aware. Yeah, I wasn't aware either. But I guess it makes sense. Uh, Gr- Gruden's quarterback co- camp is there. That's kind of cool. I think it's uh, been there for a while now uh, when I was looking it up. I and, think they and, said like four years. And that's like, that's pretty popular on ESPN. Yeah, it's televised. I'm sorry? It's televised. It's yeah. like a weekly episode, I think, yeah. right? For a yeah. little bit. I think it is too. Are you guys familiar with the controversy of the building of the ESPN Wide World of Sports, formerly Disney Wide World of Sports. No, no. So we we mentioned that it opened in 1997. 1995 is when they really started the construction on it. But supposedly back in the 1980s, an idea was pitched to have, uh, in 1987, an idea was pitched to have a multi-purpose sports complex. And uh, it just didn't get picked up. They didn't go forward with it. But then 10 years later, it opened. And so the people that actually pitched it said that Disney had essentially stolen a lot of their ideas, a lot of their design concepts, and gone forward. Johnny Cochran actually got involved as the attorney in this, and I believe that it was settled out of court. So, Wow. Um, actually, no, it uh, it did not get settled out of court. Tuman represented in part by noted attorney Johnny Cochran, sued Disney in Orange County Civil Court in August 2000. A jury returned a verdict for the plaintiffs with damages in the amount of $240 million, Ooh. a fraction of the $1.5 billion that they sought. Wow. I can't say I really feel bad for them, even though that was a fraction of what they were seeing. <laughs> you walk away with $240 million, even after you pay the ta- after you pay Cochran. your attorney's phase, fees, you're still doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. That, I mean, that's not the only time you, we've kind of talked about Disney doing something like that, right? Right. Where it's kind of like they had some people give them ideas and like, okay, no, we don't want it. And then years later, they're like, they did it on their own. Yeah. Well, do you remember what it was? Well, they had the Chinese theater that they kind of ripped off and they never really settled it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had the the movies like The Lion King you talked you brought oh, up a while ago. Oh, that was a big one. Do you see uh, that? No, uh, I didn't. So like the, the Lion King movie when when did it come out like in the early nineties? Yeah. But there's a movie called The White Lion, and like shot for shot, it was the beginning of the Lion King, the opening scene. I of actually Lion went and looked into that a little bit more. It's not shot for shot. Did you not see it? Yeah, I did, but it's not shot for shot. It's pretty close. No, the idea is close. It's no, it, they do go. There's even a guy, a person as a villain. 
and on the white, the white line. line. Yeah, a there person? is. But it's still really close. Yeah. No, it is close. The problem uh, lies whoever was up on stage representing Disney accidentally called Simba whatever the white line's name is. Right. <laughs> While they're giving a presentation. Oh, when they're doing Kimba, like the pitch think, Yeah, I think it's Kimba. Yeah. And Kimba's the white line. They actually, <laughs> accidentally Simba. said yeah, Is that, it really that close? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. My God. Kimba. Uh, no, this one is Simba. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the vanilla ice argument. Oh, God. No, ours is dun 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 oh, yeah. It's different. It's different. <laughs> then uh, under pressure or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah, then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it says, too, that, that Disney appealed the, the decision. But then they settled out of court for undisclosed terms two years it's later. Like so some crazy amount of money. I mean, they the guys got paid. But one of the stadiums actually was uh, sponsored by Hess Hess Gas Stations, oh, which cool. which no longer exists. But they were the Hess Sports Fields. I don't know if you guys are. Well, you're from up north. Hess truck fans. Anybody? Anybody ever collect the? the, the I did not. The trucks, the semi trucks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Didn't collect them. Yeah, yeah, that was our big thing growing up. Like that's what my father collected because they started coming out in 1964. And Hess, like they sponsored a lot of sports up in New York. I know in like Giant Stadium, Jet Stadium, and even in Yankee Stadium, I would see the Hess logo mm-hmm. in the background. But they sponsored some teams down here in in Florida and some of the sports complexes. And I think right now, still in Disney, that one big like old school gas station yeah. billboard. I think it's Hess too. in uh, in Hollywood Studios. I think it still has Hess written on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah the I one that's so. like right across the street from Hollywood Studios. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you're right. It's a like green and white. Yep. Yep. It's right by the uh, turn station for the Skyliner. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, no, uh, no. We're um. That's where the old Hess gas station used to be. But I'm talking about it's actually inside Hollywood Studios. Inside? So when you walk oh, in before you make a right, when you're, you're going to go towards like the rock and roller coaster and yep. the Tower of Terror, that billboard up there, if I'm not mistaken, has like the Hess logo on it still. It might and be, yeah. The arena is the newest facility to be opened at ESPN Wide World of Sports. The arena can seat more than 8,000 guests and has the ability to host six regulation basketball courts, six regulation volleyball courts, and or concert configurations. For dance and cheer events. There can be one large competition space that can be adapted to become as many as four competition areas. The facility was mainly designed with cheer and dance competitions in mind. Disney does host the UCA and UDA College Cheerleading and Dance Team National Championships. At the Marathon Sports Field, there are 17 multi-purpose fields that can host soccer, field hockey, and many more. Marathon Sports Field also has four baseball fields used for softball and baseball. The Softball Diamondplex has six slow and fast-pitch softball fields that can host all types of softball and youth baseball. Four fields come together to form a circle with two side-by-side fields sitting adjacent to the circle. At the Baseball Quadruplex, there are four professional-sized baseball diamonds and a practice infield, all with minimal shaded bleacher seats. There is also a professional baseball stadium, which resembles a retro style of a major league ballpark. It was an original component to Wide World of Sports being built in 1997. It was formerly known as Cracker Jack Stadium, but it's currently just referred to as the ballpark. It can seat 7,500 and also has an additional 2,000 lawn seating by the outfield. This is where the Atlanta Braves held their spring training from 1997 to 2019. I like Cracker Jacks. Yeah, I like Cracker Jacks too. You have to explain to someone under the age of 20 probably what they are though. Yeah, they're not very popular anymore, I would say. I mean, they're still out there. They and are. if you do go to any baseball game, they still offer them. And I feel like, you know, if you're a dad and you take your kid to any minor league game, you need to get peanuts, you need yeah. to get Cracker Jacks, and beer for yourself. But that's a separate story altogether. I agree. I agree. So, obviously, we've been talking about how big this place is. And after reading, after hearing Alex read this part, I mean, it's massive. 15 fields is a lot of space. But what's with the uh, minimally shaded bleacher seats? Don't you want shade? So later on in my memories, I kind of talk about that because uh, we've been there you know, the last couple of years, and it's it's hot. Yeah, Daisy Dukes on you, burned your thighs. It's just hot. <laughs> have, I, you, have you been to any of the other stadiums? No. I have not, no. For spring training or anything? So mm-hmm. you've never gone to see the Mets in St. Lucie? Oh, no, no, I've been to St. Lucie. And I mean, they're... Depending on which time of day yeah. you go, it's brutal. Yeah, and I was actually talking to um, I do parent pickup at my school. One of the dads that comes through is my friend from high school, and he's a big Mets fan also. And on February twenty second is their first game, so he's like, "Hey man, February twenty second, let's go down to Port St. Lucie and watch the game." I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it." That's a Sunday, right? I'm not sure. I think it uh, is. I think that's a Sunday. Yeah, but that's their first game. Which no, I mean, no, I, that's no, that's a um, that's a that's a Saturday. I didn't even know it started so so soon. 
Yeah, I thought it started a little bit later because I usually think March when I think spring training. But so, I know pitchers and catchers are, are there now. So maybe it is the 22nd mm-hmm. then. But well, that's they, pretty exciting. Yeah, they, but I remember I was sitting in those seats uh-huh. at Wide World of Sports, the Cracker Jack Stadium. And my son, I had to sit in the seat to cool down the seat for my son before he got to sit because uh-huh. <laughs> it was so <laughs> hot. It burn his legs, yeah. <laughs> it was, man. Jeez. It was, was going to burn his legs. Yeah, I when the pictures show the four baseball fields that are they're kind of um, – the umps are right behind each other, kind of all pointing towards each other, the home bases. And those do have minimal seatings. I don't know why they would set up like that. They don't really have too much seating area for those ballparks. Those are, well, I think those are the lower ones. Those are the ones for the younger kids. The uh, retro style ballpark, which you went to, it, it's, I guess it's supposed to be retro style. So that's why there's not much seating, which is why I think why the Braves probably left it because not much seating and there's no more facilities by there for them. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been, anyone here been to the baseball hall, hall of fame? No. Nope. Cooperstown? No. Yeah, I've been there when I, I went, went there with my young, with my grandfather, and they have like a baseball stadium there also, and uh-huh. it's, it's very it's very similar. Not really, I wouldn't say it's very similar, but that's, it has that same feel of retro. retro style. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, it was, the I mean, it's retro style, but I mean, that was the stadium. <laughs> that was what it was built when it was built? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have been, I mean, I've been to old Yankee Stadium, which was like a just a concrete bunker. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Wrigley Field a couple of times, and you talk about old baseball stadiums like that. That was not designed with people really watching the game from all points in mind at all. You've got pillars everywhere, yeah. like obstructed seating, like like a lot of obstructed seats. So I mean, as cool as I mean, it's also one of the coolest ballparks it, I've ever been to. Exactly. I mean, it's it's uh, even though it wasn't built like the best, it's still something special about going there. It right? feels different. Oh, it feels yeah. better. Uh, but you look at the difference between a, a very, very old stadium and a very new stadium, which I've had a chance to go to a few of those as well. Like I went 10 years ago when I first moved here, I went to Talking Stick in Arizona mm-hmm. for a spring training game. We went and saw like the White Sox and the Rockies, I think, played. And that was the first like couple of weeks that that place was open. I've never seen anything like it. It was it was amazing, brand yeah. new. And like a, a few months before I was at the oldest operating stadium in all of baseball, mm-hmm. Wrigley Field. And it's just a whole different feel for some of those. So it's nice now that a lot of the construction on a lot of these stadiums and has that feel of old school ballpark, but still has a lot of the modern amenities. That's the way they're built. That's the way they built the Mets new stadium. Mm-hmm. City Field yeah. looks a lot like old Ebbets Field, but it's designed so that it doesn't have those problems and you've got all the modern amenities. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't been to City Field yet. I've been mm-hmm. to Shea a bunch. I mean, I've been to a bunch of Shea games, but uh, maybe hopefully one day I get to go to City Field, see the Mets play. I've been to Houston Astros Stadium. It's pretty uh, nice. The Visa Athletic Center is a multi-sport facility that can host cheer, dance, basketball, gymnastics, volleyball, and many more. The HB Fieldhouse, opened in 2011, stands out with its Spanish mission-style design. This building holds four basketball courts with seating on two sides that can hold 5,500 fans. The facility can easily be adapted to hold wrestling, martial arts, roller hockey, concerts, and much more. It currently hosts the Old Spice Classic, an annual NCAA Division I basketball holiday tournament. There is a tennis facility. This area has 10 clay courts, including a 1,000-seat center court stadium. There is also a world-class track and field facility with cross-country capabilities. The ESPN Wide World of Sports Grill is a quick-service restaurant located across from the ballpark. Operating hours may vary by season, and menu items include burgers, sandwiches, and salads, as well as an assortment of desserts and beverages. The restaurant also has a full bar, which is open during restaurant operating hours. At the bar, you can watch many sports being played at the facilities on TVs. I guess we can comment if you get if anyone. Is anyone eating there? <laughs> no, nah, I never ate there. Which one? The the bar and grill they have ESPN Wild World of Sports Grill. Bar and grill. No. Didn't you want to go somewhere like that? Yeah. You didn't you eat there? No, that's not the bar. The one the one, ESPN. Uh, what's it's ESPN? That? But it's, where is that? It's, not the same. Uh, it's on um they boardwalk. Have, boardwalk. I've oh. I've gotten a, I've gotten a beer over there at yeah. the ESPN. Uh, that's spot. a different. That's a different one. Okay. Well, because on this it's saying that it's yeah, yeah. right there. Well, I didn't know. Where yours was? Oh yeah, about. it was on the boardwalk because okay. we were supposed to just. Weren't we at Epcot? Were we at Epcot? Yeah, we yeah. were at Epcot. Yeah, we were just supposed to walk. You can walk there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I haven't eaten there, but um, it's crazy how many different. And when I was looking it up, like what they host, like they can host, they can host rugby, they can they host martial arts, they host uh, high school wrestling. I mean, 
they literally said like they can host pretty much anything you can go out there for and they'll be able to host it for you which is definitely uh definitely disney like well they do know? uh cheerleading too yes um a lot of cheerleading yeah and then just for going there you get tickets to disney there are so many different cheerleading nationals. Yeah. Like there's yeah. one in Daytona. There was a com- the company I used to work for used to host here in Daytona. Now they just do it in Vegas, the National Youth Football Championships, but also the National uh, Cheerleader Championships were attached to it. And that went on for like 40 years. And that was in Daytona. There's one, you know, and that's two different companies. And then there's the ones like there's four or five of them that run in the wide world of sports or somewhere in the Orlando area. So cheerleaders are coming from far and wide to come down to Orlando and get some vacation time in. Yeah. You talk about them being able to do just about anything. Uh, In 2014, I think that was before uh, Orlando City went pro. Like they were not. Yeah, they were not the Lions yet. They were minor league, but they were still big and they were huge. They were a really developing franchise at the time. But 2014, they used to play over at the then Citrus Bowl. Now uh-huh. Camping World Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when they were going through a lot of renovation. So actually, that season, the 2014 season, mm-hmm. their home games were in the wide world of sports. Oh, cool, nice. Well, I guess they would they would put out bleachers because I don't see anything that's outside that would uh, would uh, be available to seating other than the retro stadium. But I don't think you can change a baseball field into a soccer field. So I you don't probably know. can. So it looks like know. no, the baseball field's diamond. Yeah, they man, they but- did it out at Marathon Sports Fields, um, and it's because okay. they've got all the different stuff out there. It says one of the fields has 500 permanent seats, and another has 1,000 permanent seats, expandable up to 3,000 with additional grandstands. Field 17 with the larger grandstands hosts the Walt Disney World Pro Soccer Classic each year, mm-hmm. yeah. which is an annual eight-team preseason soccer tournament featuring Major League Soccer teams. And it says in 2014, that's the stadium where they hosted Orlando City Soccer. Uh, the team had additional seating added for a total of 5,200 seats. So that's how many people they were packing in for their games then, which that's, that's is impressive that's for good. minor league, especially at that time, because yeah. that was when it was really on the up and up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. Those photos don't show any seating anywhere. The photos I looked at. Um, so they must be able to bring them out and put them up. I don't know one. about it. So I worked in, when I was in college. That, that's what I did. I worked in um, campus recreation and I, I went to a small school in New Jersey for my undergrad and we we had some decent space for things but when I went to my graduate program in southern Illinois we were in the middle of building a 10 million dollar re- renovation where we added on an activity center which was uh, like three more basketball courts but you could flip the whole thing sideways and run one championship style court and it didn't look like there was a lot of seating but we had all this bleacher space and all these things that would fold out and that we bought that you could go mm-hmm. and uh-huh. add thousands of seats to right so like these i mean and that's just a small scale university that's kind of like mid-sized near st louis right this is disney this is disney yeah they got stuff hiding all over the place and you talk about the kind of land and property that they own they they got they got places to store some bleachers in there. Well, they're definitely not yeah. digging up that grass to make that diamond every time they want to switch back and forth on baseball. Yeah, the, the, uh, the grass out there flips upside down and stands are just there glued underneath. <laughs> and there's a pool underneath. And <laughs> We here at DizHiz think that ESPN Wide World of Sports is an amazing facility and is a must-see of all sport lovers. Head to the Milk House, otherwise known as the Field House, and look up opposite of the main entrance for a 3D hidden Mickey in the rafters. Walk to the sports field and look in the discus field to find your second hidden Mickey. And go to the softball fields and look at the pitcher mounds for your last hidden Mickey. Adam, so you have some memories? Uh, yes, I do. The second time this has happened to me where a haircut prevented me from seeing a celebrity. What? Yes. A haircut? A haircut. I don't understand how it works. You wear hats. Priorities. Not my haircut. Their haircut. Oh. <laughs> okay. When you're used to seeing someone with their hair, and then all of a sudden they don't have hair, you can really not recognize them. So I was trying to get autographs, and all the rookies were down signing autographs. Uh, they had a table, and I saw someone who looked familiar. 
I stared at the guy. And then he went into where the Braves were um, having their lunch. Uh-huh. It was a little blocked off section. I'm looking at the guy. I'm like, no, that wasn't him. He shaved head. I was like, this guy doesn't have a shaved head. So then I, you know, get the autographs, go back to sit down. And then as they're calling everyone out to the field, there goes Dave Justice with a shaved head waving to the crowd. I'm like, oh, could have had his autograph. You could have Dave Justice autograph. Yeah. yeah. He was a good player. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> I don't know who he that was is. Good. But you know who I don't care. He was uh, married to, um, oh, I went blank now. Halle Berry for a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So what was his hair like usually? If you're saying shaved made it unrecognizable. Well, he had a, like, shaved, like, to the skin. Usually? No, no, no. Usually he had, like, nice hair. I don't know. He wasn't white. He was Tell us mixed. more about this nice flowing <laughs> yeah. locks of David Justice. Like long hair? Like, no, not long. All right, imagine his hair, and then you, you see him like that, and then- all of a sudden, he's bald. And then all of a sudden, you look like Egghead from the old <laughs> Batman 60s, Vincent Price. Yeah, Dr. Evil over here. I was also, you know, young, so. Oh, okay. That's yeah, so cool. It, was, it wasn't like 10 years ago. Oh, I don't know. But interesting. Yeah. How about you? Me? I have no memory here. I, I honestly, I, I was just thinking, because you mentioned soccer, and I played soccer when I was in a bunch of school, and we used to travel. And I do think I remember once we went there for a tournament. And I think we played a team from the Caribbean and got destroyed. And I don't recall if it was out Disney or not. Well, they were pirates, so of course they destroyed you. <laughs> I think, now I'm thinking about it, I think it was at Disney. Um, but I really can't recall completely. Okay. How about you, young professor? I, I remember all the times I've driven by the signs that say ESPN wide world of sports this way. Yeah. After left arrow, right arrow. I, I wanted to go. I really was trying to make an effort a few weeks ago to go out during uh, Pro Bowl week. Yeah. It's just it's hard to get away, man. It really, especially during the weekdays when it was happening. I had to go to Tampa on the Saturday for a show. So. Missed it. If they if they do the Pro Bowl there again next year, though, I, I think I'm going to try. I, I mean, why not? I mean, it's free to go there. You yeah. get a chance to explore the facilities. They've got lots of great memorabilia. It's almost like a mobile Hall of Fame that yeah. you can go and check out lots of cool old stuff. So if you're a football fan, even a casual football fan, it'd be cool to check out. And I don't see why they wouldn't have it there because I think, I think they had it there last year. Yeah, I think the couple. I think they've had it there for for a couple years. Yeah, now. I think they officially moved it from Hawaii at, to that location. At one point. Uh, they had that going on, and then the NBA All Star game going on. It was Same pretty weekend. crazy yeah. in Orlando. I, I didn't even go down there, but oh yeah, yeah, because last year, not la- was it last year? Or was a couple years ago? It was ago a couple years NBA. ago. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the NBA All Star game should be coming up here soon too. Huh? It is coming up soon. Yeah. Are they doing it there again? No, no, it's in Chicago. Oh yeah, because that their All Star game track. Because people actually pay attention to the NBA All Star game. A little bit, yeah. It actually means something has a, yeah. in that sport. Yeah, because dunk contest. And, right. Yep, dunk yeah, the, contest. the NFL, the Pro Bowl, not not really too popular, but I'm sure there's a lot of people there. I'm yeah, sure my, it was packed. My school had uh, two classrooms went there on oh, a, yeah, a Tuesday for a field that. trip, and they went to a practice facility. And one of the guys who works in my school, he's a big Saints fan, and he got signed by a Saints player on his uh So you didn't have any memories? That's pretty good memory. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I know you go. didn't go, but still, it's kind of cool that your school got well, to go. Well, it's not my memory, Joe. I know. I <laughs> <laughs> it's just an interesting <laughs> anecdote from afar. So I have some memories there. Of course, I talked about my eSports thing that I was doing, and uh-huh. then I actually went to the last game that the Braves played there. Oh, really? It was versus the Mets. Yeah, it was the last game they were playing. Oh, wow. So that was kind of exciting. It was super hot. Who my won? Son- uh, Mets won, and I got to. Woo! Oh man, it was awesome! I got to see uh, Alonzo. He was there. Nice. home run. Yeah, Alonzo Morning. No, Pete, Pete, Pete Alonzo, the polar bear. <laughs> he was there, and there was a bunch of other players there too. It was uh, Jacob Degrom? I hope so. Pitch. They had a baseball game. Degrom pitch. So it was the last one. So it was That's like crazy. right before. Did they do anything special? No, not really. Mm-mm. Wow. No. You know what's cool though? I I've seen it both ways. Like when the visiting team is somewhere, like you can get better access to them. Uh yeah. So like if you if you were to ever go like try and like get close to the Mets at a Mets game and forget it. But if you go if the Mets are the away team somewhere and you go because like no one's paying attention to mm-hmm. them, they'll they'll go right over to you. Yeah, it, it, it was it was fun. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get any autographs or anything like that. Uh, but I went last year. It was it was awesome. The year before, I went to go see the Mets play again there, and we saw uh Tim Tebow. He was there. Oh yeah. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was cool. So you got some of uh, Florida's finest. You saw DeGrom. You saw yeah. uh, 
Degrom from Stetson. Yep. Just to think, like you know, ten years ago or whatever it was, you could have just gone to see him like down the road from where we are. Yeah, for, for nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. He's played basketball over at uh, Calvary, I think it was. He's played basketball with uh, Gary and Drew Van Van Ock and all oh, of yeah. them. Yeah. He played baseball with a guy who just got promoted to, I think, lieutenant in the fire department for uh, Deland. Right oh, here. really? Yeah, because I've done, I've hosted and, and DJed. Like, I turned it into a sporting event. They did a pumper poll the last two years, and they raised all the money for Childhood Cancer Foundation, mm -hmm. uh -huh. where, like, teams of 10 would pull a fire engine, like, 75 feet. And so I got a chance to go out and host and announce that. Oh, I've gotten cool. to do some weird things. That's cool. That's but awesome. But he, he was a good baseball player, and he played with DeGrom at, uh, at Stetson. Yeah. Nice. Speed of the Braves, have you ever been, have any of you guys ever been up to Atlanta to see, the, like, Turner Field or, or the new ballpark? I, I drove by it, but I haven't, no. I went the last season that they were, not that I liked the Braves, but we went up to Atlanta, and um, I got a chance to go to Turner Field the last season. Not really a nice facility. I could see why they would want to update it. Mm -hmm. But th that year, they had the Burgerita. Burgerita. That sounds, it was that a, sounds like a stomach it was, Yeah, it was, it was like <laughs> disgusting and wonderful but all so, at the same yeah, time. So it, was, <laughs> it was two pizzas were the buns. <laughs> And they had burger patties all in the middle. Oh like, God. like right now, like monster ballpark food is like a big trend in all major league sports. Like a right. lot of different stadiums have wild, crazy yeah. things. That year, that was like one of the most calorically ridiculous and like most talked about things. And I got a chance to try it that year. How was it? Awful. But uh, <laughs> when you're eating your. But pie. I could talk about it on this podcast, and that <laughs> makes it worth it. You're, you're sitting there, and you're probably eating, and you're like, you know. This was this a thirty dollar mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is well, a mistake. What are we gonna do with the rest it? of this? <laughs> Adam, what did you do in the world of Disney this week? I watched another episode of DuckTales. That's it. Which Just one? one? What? Just one? Just one? Yeah. One. Which episode. one? I don't know. One of the um, the ones with ducks. Yeah. Oh, uh, where they are underground. And the subway and the little rolly balls, I forget what they're called. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't. Was it one with, like, the? they were fighting, like, they thought there was, like, a monster underground or something like that? Yeah, they thought there was a monster underground, the earthquakes, and mm -hmm. the, the rolly balls. I forget what they're called. Okay. Did you like it? Yeah. Why'd you only watch one, man? Because I only had time for one. I was uh. catching up on The Witcher. Okay. Oh, catching up on what? The Witcher. You didn't finish that series yet? No, I haven't. I'm on the last episode right now. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. What are you like, Alex trying to watch a movie? Like, takes like eight years or something? Yeah, because Melissa keeps falling asleep. <laughs> I can relate. I can, I can relate to every bit of that. <laughs> How about you, Alex? What'd you do in the world of Disney? Uh, this week we watched uh, Jungle Book and, and we watched uh, Robin Hood animated movie. And uh, those, I, I love those movies growing up. Those were my, like, those were my favorite movies. You guys say you liked uh, Little Mermaid and So you watched the, the animated Jungle Book? Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I mean, if Robin Hood, I'd rather Men in Tights. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I watch it, I'm going, oh, I can watch Men in Tights next. That'd be awesome. But no, I, when I was a kid, I loved those two movies. And I know our listeners really can't hear, but you're kind of dressed like Robin Hood right now. <laughs> yeah, clear, clearly inspired, yes. <laughs> and, uh... So when I was watching those, I was like, man, I can't believe how like how alike they have those characters. Which characters? All the Jungle Book characters are almost in uh, Robin Hood. They have the same kind of snake. They have the same bear. Those are the same kind of characters. Or they, the same them. as in Tailspin. Exactly. Same thing. The bear also had the same voice, voice actor. actor. Yeah, yeah, same voice actor. So Phil, they reused. I don't know the what name. It was Phil something. Yeah, I don't know the name. Dumpy? He's good. Phil Dunphy, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil McCracken. Phil was, McCracken. Uh, but it, like uh, Jungle Book came out in 1967 and Robin Hood came out in 1973. And I thought it was so interesting how they reuse those characters for a different theme movie. And uh, when I was looking it up, I also found out that they reused the animation for Mowgli walking. They reused it for uh, Winnie the Pooh for the boy. So Mowgli, Christopher Robin? Yeah, Christopher Robin. So Mowgli walking with a stick in the beginning of Jungle Book is reused for the end of Christopher Robin. Oh, Didn't wow. they reuse like some of the dance scene, one of the dance scenes in Robin Hood from I think Cinderella? Yeah, I think so. Been I, used multiple I, times. Yeah, I'm not yeah. remembering. It's, I'm it's, not remembering, but yeah, I think it's been did. in multiple movies like Cinderella, um, when she danced with the Beauty prince, and the Beast. Yes. Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep, they reused them. Yeah, and when Dopey dances Snow with Snow White. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's that scene. That, that's the one. Yes. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember last episode we were going, I think it was last episode, when you brought up The Little Mermaid. Uh -huh. I was going through the songs, how iconic the songs yes. were. 
Poor Unfortunate Souls. Just thought of that oh, one today. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That, that is a good, good one. one. Did you guys one. not mention that one? Nope, we no. didn't. Oh, man. There are so many good ones. Yeah. <laughs> 90s villain songs were tremendous. And that's the reason why my prediction, you'll see, not this year, but the year after, they're going to they're gonna, uh, open up a villain's theme park. They should. Yeah. How cool would that be? They're doing I mean, a villain's night again right now. A villain's what? Night. Right? Uh, yeah, there, there's a villain's night. I'm not sure. It's not even like on slick dates. But there was also rumors that they're going to announce it at last D23. They're going to announce like a villain's park. But I'm, uh, I think it'll be pretty cool if they announce it in a couple of years. Yeah. Because, you know, Universal has that one. They have that new park opening. That's where that Nintendo World is going to be. So, young professor, what did, you, did you do anything at Disney this week? So, the only thing I did this week, Disney-related, besides talk with you, esteemed gentlemen, was today I was pounding the snot out of my app to try and get fast passes for the Mickey Mouse ride opening in Hollywood oh, Studios. Because I saw a couple of people like, two minutes ago I just got it. I said, you know what? I'm probably working that day, but maybe I don't have to be. Let me go on and try and get really? one. And I failed. So. Well, the only way you could get that now is if you have a hotel booked. Maybe that's it, yeah. But I, I knew a couple people that didn't that were like, hey, we got yeah, on the app, and we just got it like two yeah, minutes ago. Yeah, but if you have a hotel booked, you get further out than what you do if you don't have a hotel booked. Yeah, but you'd be able to get it right now. You get like 30 days out if you're an annual pass holder. Yeah, as right. A, 30 as of days. Today. If you have a hotel, but you it, get 60 days. Yeah, but it opened up today for the fast passes to be open. I, I was going to say that on the news. Oh. Today, they opened it up so you're able to get fast passes for um, the Mickey's Runaway Railroad. Why is it open in 30 days? It March opened in less. 4th. Yeah, March 4th. Oh, less than, less than, okay. Yeah, but today was the day that they released the uh, fast passes. I thought it was out 30, past mm -hmm. 30 days. No. Hey, Joe, what'd you do in Disney this week? So pretty much I just watched my son and I was keep on watching the cartoons in the morning, you know, at Disney Plus, And we actually started watching Toy Story 4 that came out on Disney Plus. So we, we pretty much were watching like 20 minutes every morning and we just finished it today. Oh, before I came out here, I watched that new short with uh, Woody and Bo Peep. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Do you know who voiced Woody in that short? Did you see it? No. It was Tom Hanks' brother. Who? Tom Hanks' brother. What's, it, what's his brother's name? I don't know his brother. His brother's name, but he does all of his voicing. He does video games. Anything that Get sounds like Tom here, Hanks really? that's Woody that's not Tom Hanks is his brother doing the voice. Well, I wonder if he did Kingdom Hearts. Probably. Yeah. He does all of Tom Hanks' Woody character voices for things that Tom Hanks doesn't do. Because he sounds reasonably close. Right. He sounds a lot like him. Okay. And I'm like, wow, what a career. It's like, my brother's successful, so I do his voices for that things he doesn't do. That sucks so bad. When you think, <laughs> no way, man. That's like, awesome. poor, that's like poor but, Frank Stallone I mean, who's a... <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's it's a nice gig, and voice acting is like really chill and nice. But yeah, it's like it's like if my brother wasn't successful, I wouldn't have this job right now. Hey, so I watched Toy Story four, right? Did you cry? No, but Good. do you Good think they're gonna make another one? I think so. I think they could, but they definitely have to go along with the Woody Bo Peep storyline, not go back with Buzz, because then it's just reiterating the same thing we've already seen. Yeah, because they it's a great movie. Have you seen it? I did. Yeah. Yes. Everyone here has seen. It. I think it's a great movie. Uh, I think that they said that this was going to be their last one, but I think it's too good for it not to be a last one. It makes too much money to not be the last one. Yeah, I agree. So, yes, Jim Hanks does do the voice of Woody on Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, there are some actors that do their own voice, like Josh Gad. He does Olaf. On Kingdom Hearts? On Kingdom Hearts, yes. Uh, cool. Jim Cummings, I'm pretty sure that's the for Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Pete. And then also he does a ton of voice acting, period, across all cartoons. He's like one of the premier voiceover actors out there. Yeah. But he's not he's not one of those celebrities that does, that comes in like a Josh Gad is surprising. Well, Kristen Bell's on there, too. Oh, wow. Is she? Yeah. Wow. wow. But Josh Gad showed up like a month ago yep. at the Frozen sing along <laughs> yeah. and actually sung along with the song. That's so pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, because he's you can tell he's a fan and he's a good sport. Yeah. You're not yeah. getting. Um, Tim Allen, you're not getting Tom yeah. Hanks to show up. But and you'll just get Josh Gad because he's, yeah. he's down to earth. He's a cool guy. Who's Sora? Sora's the main character. Oh, do the, you know who, the, who does that voice? No. I do. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment. Yep. Get out of here, really? Well, yeah, even for the new one? Like yeah. the new, the I, I was wondering that because I haven't Hard played three. the new one. So he, so even though Sora's voice is like three octaves deeper than it was I've when never the series started. Yeah, I never played any of them. So yeah, he's no, on the, you never played. Did you have him? No, he, he was still a kid when they when the first one came out, and yeah. he was the voice. So I, I'm I'd be curious to hear how much he has changed and how different it is. Have you played any of them? I think I played a little bit of the first one. I'm not a big game guy anymore. Just time is it like i wish mm -hmm. i could yeah so i just went through uh the first one he did not but um haley drawsman did play it in the second one okay so today um or actually the other day wednesday yeah to be exact uh you guys see what happened with the carousel progress yeah 
that hand fell off. Yeah, on uh, Carousel Progress, the guy his, sitting there talking. Uh, best Star Wars impression. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that joke from. I, 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 oh, I why'd online. you say that, man? Because I want to take credit for someone else writing. <laughs> So this like the some weird things have been happening with the Carousel of Progress. Yeah, like, what, right? A couple months ago, there was some guy just randomly walked up on stage and like fell down. And, was like, it on that one? Did he break that hand? Ooh. I don't think you'd so. You'd have to see conspiracy. what scene it was. Huh? I said you'd have to go see what scene right, it was. Right, right, right. Maybe, man. Maybe we have to see like a little slow motion of the guy going up there and maybe putting something on that hand. Yeah. Was it the second scene? It was like... Uh, I don't know which scene that is. It's the think, guy in the chair, that his name is John, I guess. Yeah, he's in up. every scene, though. Oh, he is? Yeah. 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 I don't... I never the same guy. Have never you not been on that ride? I've been on it like maybe once or twice. I'm, I don't go on it. I actually oh, really, nap? I actually really I like that ride. Yeah, I like that ride, too. I think they need to update that ride. I, they the only part they need to update is the last part. Yeah, that that, that future, future world yeah, is awful. Like, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. That's and, not my future. And we need to do the history on this ride because on the first one, there's a lady, there's a girl, and she's like turning tr- butter or doing something with laundry, and you never see her in the rest of the ride. There's like a girl with blonde hair, and they don't mention her at all, and she's sitting there doing something. So, but the rest of the family kind of transfers over like through the decades, but yeah, not except her. for her, she's not there. I looked it up, and that, there's a whole bunch of like theories out there. She's the Hatbox Ghost. She's actually the Hatbox Ghost. Th- th- that's that's where he went. That would be awesome if it was. But there's people saying that it was such a long time ago. She died of like you know <laughs> of dysentery, dysentery or something. I don't know. <laughs> not the Oregon Trail. <laughs> but look it up. There's like a girl who's in the first scene that you don't see anymore throughout the whole thing. Yeah, what? I don't go. I don't go on that one or the Hall of Presidents. They're Hall of Presidents is a good like once list. every maybe once a year because once I, every four years. What I really dig <laughs> about <laughs> what I like about the Hall of Presidents is really watching all the animatronics because it's not if you pay attention just on like a, a global scale look at everybody up there like yes you've got whichever president is speaking uh-huh. but the other ones they're doing stuff they're doing stuff yeah, and they're cool. like talking to each other and nodding and kind of yeah. like nudging one another and you're like that I mean it's it's Incredible! It's right. just such little subtle details that I think make that ride so cool. I need to go on that. I haven't been on that in I don't even know how long. So you haven't seen the Donald Trump one yet? I have not. I don't think he looks that great. No. But, but like in I, general? But I was going to, well, I mean, well, that's not, that's another story. But <laughs> this is not this type of podcast. He wasn't as orange as I was expecting. <laughs> well, I think it ties to what we're talking about with Carousel of Progress, because I think the old animatronics in Disney look so much better than the newer ones, at least when they look like human ones. Except for uh, Jack Sparrow. The Jack Sparrow one is so good, spot on. But look at the guy, the main character in Carousel of Progress. Look Mm -hmm. how he looks in the first three segments, which are part of the original ride from the the early 60s. And then look at the last one. It it looks terrible. Like I Mm -hmm. I don't think it looks anywhere near as good. And same thing with a lot of the newer animatronics. Like um, like the, the Trump one doesn't look as good as like the Lincoln one. And even like the Obama and the and the um, George Bush ones, I don't think they look as good yeah. as the older ones that have been there for a couple of decades. Because whatever technology they were using, it's kind of like in movies, like CGI. Some of it looks okay, but like when they used to use a lot of puppets, mm-hmm. why does Baby Yoda look so good? Because he's because he's a puppet. It was a five million dollar puppet. <laughs> Yeah, but he looks amazing as it compared to like when they started doing a CGI Yoda right. in the newer Star Wars movies that you just could feel that there but was a difference. But you also have something in a pair of the Obama and the Trump with the real people. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Also, but you know, like you're saying, some of the Star and the, the new Star Wars movies, I think they actually used a lot of. They did going back uh, to the old practical style. effects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, which well, is great. you're seeing filmmakers go there because is as much advancement as we've had in technology. There's just something about that, you know, suspending your disbelief when it it looks more real because yeah. it it is more real. Yeah. Right. It's tangible. They don't want another Scorpion King. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is I when, when he first showed up in um in what, the Mummy Part Two? Is that one the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, three. Well, they, they, did bad. they did a oh, whole movie. They did, but like when the Scorpion King shows yeah, up yeah. in the Mummy Two and it's the rock, oh God, that is some bad Dude, CGI. That is- I've seen that's online a lot. I've seen it, and it's a it's a good meme, and it is terrible. It's definitely that time when CGI was like, oh, CGI is awesome, and then they try to use it more than they should have. <laughs> yeah, and it ended up not looking as good. But on the other hand, go back and watch Terminator Two, nineteen ninety one. Right, that holds up. Yeah, yeah, it holds up today. It it is as good as it's better. Like I just watched the newest Terminator this past weekend, 
It doesn't look anywhere near as good as 1991's Terminator 2 mm-hmm. when, when James Cameron was using his cutting-edge technology. He's always on the forefront of all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. Also, Fast Pass Plus, we kind of touched on this earlier, now available for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. So maybe you wouldn't be able to get it the day that, day that it opened, but you can now start booking Fast Passes for that ride. That's crazy. Which I think is going to be a really good ride. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I, what I've seen from it about it and what I, like the way it's set up, the um, it's like a mix between uh, 3D and 2D uh, images, with it, the way they set everything up in there, and it's, I think it's going to be really fun. I like the new animation style that they use for Mickey. For like, was that the Mickey Mouse and yeah. Friends? Is I that like new it too. Short I think it's just I called Mickey Mouse. I hear mixed things about it, but I like it too. I like it. I, I like a good reimagining every it, once in a it while. It definitely has a uh, a red and stippy feel. Yes, a it does. Bit. That's probably why we like it. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just can't get into the detail that red and stippy. Yeah, dude, those detail shots when they used to do it, those were uh, so awesome. The zoom ins. <laughs> yeah, the zoom ins. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything else, Joe? I got some other thing. Disney files for a uh, patent on uh, some type of, it's called like a haptic floor. What? And it, pretty much what it does is like you have your floor and it vibrates. So it's supposed to like simulate like sa- seismic activity. So I didn't even know this, but there's a Wreck-It Ralph attraction slated to take over for the uh, Stitch's Great Escape. Really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so if like Ralph is like banging on the floor, supposed oh, to be able to kind of feel that, would that be type cool. of thing. Is it going to be the same setup though with the armrests or the the shoulder? I, I have no idea, not. but the I didn't, even, I didn't even know about that. But I think that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. I like Ralph. Ralph. Does, doesn't really have anything. No, he I think at any he, of the he gets no love. Just the meet and greet. Yeah, just the meet and greet. I love Wreck-It Ralph. I mean, that's a that's a good movie. Yeah, the second one was not great. But, but I missed Alien Encounters. You didn't like the second one? I liked the second I, one. It was a little Come too on, long. man. All the princesses and all That was the... a funny scene, but the whole overall movie, I didn't really the love it. The search bar. I started falling asleep at the end, Oh, honestly. yeah. Yeah, it's good. The it search bar was good. I liked him. The there. search bar was funny. That guy was funny. So, I mean, you're, everything that we're saying parts. so far, you say it's funny. There was good parts. And they rickrolled you at the very end of the movie. Do you remember that? The post credit scene? No, no, no. They, I, I didn't stay past post credits. I was, do, I was done. With do you the want? Do you want the spoiler here? Isn't that the one with the, the pancakes? Right? No. Well, they no. That's mid credits. Yeah. So if you I wait till post credits, they start in on what appears to be a Frozen Two trailer. Oh, really? Why? I didn't see that. And then they Rick roll you. They, really? They start playing. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Rick Astley, never going to give you up. <laughs> and, like, and like Ralph comes on and stuff because it back like we knew. I think at the time that Frozen 2 was going to be a thing. Right. But they hadn't put out any footage or anything yet. And so, like, you might get excited, like, oh, wow. they're oh. And then they Rick roll you because it's all that, you know, internet. internet. Yeah, all the internet That's stuff. That's pretty so, funny. Yeah, That's funny. it's good. Maybe I should rewatch it sometime. We'll watch it sometime when my daughter wants to watch it. What's that? Uh, Rick or Ralph 2. Right. Two? Yeah. yeah. When Cinderella breaks her glass slipper and holds it like she's at a bar and, like, breaks a beer <laughs> bottle. Like, yeah. Come on. That, that alone is worth price of admission. Yeah, I agree. That's It was a good movie. Uh, so they were talking about using that for that ride and maybe, like, something with the Hulk, like the Hulk smash. Over at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And by any chance, you guys see the Spider-Man? Did like, not get to see it. Tom and Anna was talking about it, how good it looks. The Spider-Man? Yeah. Did, there's like, have you heard about this? There's no, like a, I haven't in, heard about this. In De- Disneyland, there's like, they're working on some type of Spider-Man, like animatronic thing uh-huh. that they shoot in the air, and it straight up looks like Spider-Man. Like, they're going to put like a Spider-Man like, out there. Just so, like in the park? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like a, it's, it's like a 90-pound animatronic. Really? And it shoots, Lot. and it does like all the Spider-Man like moves in the air, and, like does flips, and he's like doing all this crazy stuff, and it looks like a human flying through the air, but it's wow. animatronic. That's and crazy. it just shoots like Spider-Man, which is going to be awesome when they do that. Can we please get rid of Islands of Adventure? <sighs> I know. Or just rebrand it something else? Uh, like, just let Disney do it. Yeah, I know, right? I wish, but they're never going to do it because... That's what keeps people going over there. They're like, oh, if we can't get, you do know, those rights Marvel- expire? Like yeah. I've heard, I've heard they do. I've heard varying reports on it over the years. Like I thought, like Universal has a limited time where they can still brand it as I, such. I don't think it's all about Universal. Some kind of Joey, this, um, you know, our our friend was on the show, and he was talking about there's some deal that's made that there's like a line, and they they can't bring. Marvel over here on this side of the Mississippi or the something. Mississippi, like yeah. That. He said the Mississippi. The Mississippi deal, it's called. Yeah. <laughs> but they're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Is gar- it something to do with but like not. any existing characters? Is it like. Mar- Guardians Guardians is not part of that. Right. Yeah. So it it's one of those weird. So it's basically just like when Marvel sold off all the rights to the movies. Like this company got these characters and that company got those characters, mm-hmm. which. 
makes things very messy. Yeah, yeah. But Say what you will about the DC universe. At least they all stayed under the Warner Brothers <laughs> umbrella. Like you can work with all of them at any time. They yeah. just can't make good movies. So refurbishment at Animal Kingdom Lodge is beginning. Really? So some areas are shutting off water for uh, at in the hotel rooms. We're gonna. You know what this means? I know what it means. I was just about to say. It. Hopefully, because <laughs> now. This chair right here, do you see this chair? I do see that this chair. This chair is from Chef Mickey's, right? <laughs> so usually when they do refurbishment, the, some cast members, uh, they they have a like op, they, 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 they can go to a place, it's called property control, and whenever there's like a refurb, they put everything in this, and then cast members can go ahead and buy it. And I know a couple cast members, and so I'm hoping to go ahead and get some Animal Kingdom Lodge stuff in here. We That's get some awesome. cool chairs from like, you know, Boma maybe. I think it'd be kind of cool. Maybe get a table, a small little table in here or something from one of the hotel rooms. A Grab giant a- elephant's head to hang on the wall, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Grab a pancake, uh, uh, Mickey pancake maker. Oh, you mean waffle maker? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I never had a Mickey pancake. What are you talking about? Okay, Adam, what do you got for us? All right, so Beauty and the Beast sing along is now oh, yeah. open. Is it it's really? open? Yes, it is. And where's that at again? That is in the uh, French cinema over in Epcot, so oh, you will never see it. it. So they're getting rid of the movie? What? The French cinema is really where they had the oh, Paris movie. Yeah, right? I don't know if it's. I'm, I'm just on the site with Beauty and the Beast. Oh, so I don't know if they got rid of the movie awesome. or they're having both at different times. But yeah, settle in for a cozy French cinema for a 15 minute film featuring the songs from the animated classic Beauty and the Beast. Do they have uh, people come out like historians? I just read you what I know. Sorry, man. Calm down. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> I imagine it has to be like Frozen. Frozen's so popular. That sing-along ride or whatever uh, show. show, yeah. It's so popular. There's no way they didn't make Beauty and the Beast the same way. Yeah. Have you been in that, that sing-along? No, I have not been to the sing-along. I'm telling you right now, there's a guy there. He's, he's he's so funny, he's man. Good. He is yeah, it's good. He, he rips on everyone in the crowd pretty much. Oh, that's good. So it's like a roast. Oh, the whole thing. And I he'll sit it. there and go, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, it's, man. it's good. Sorry. But the guy <laughs> the, the guy supposedly got in, got, in, got in trouble because everyone was going there to see him roast on everyone. And it was not about like the songs anymore <laughs> that's what sucks too sometimes when you're, you're you're too good at your job that you kind of take away from the purpose of why you're there in the first place <laughs> yeah it's all about you not about anna and elsa yeah uh, unless you are the guy who started the jokes on the jungle cruise was what do you mean uh originally it was just one guy on the jungle cruise uh-huh. doing those jokes really as because he was bored of his job what and walt saw he walt heard about this and got on the boat the like guy disguise. Did, no, as Walt. <laughs> Walt goes in a disguise. He's like has like you know, like a Spider Man costume on or something. So Walt goes on the boat. Uh, according to the story, he goes on the boat, and the guy knows it's Walt. Right, does not do his jokes. Uh, does yeah. what he's supposed to do. Right, exactly. They get back to the do- the docks. Walt goes. I know what you were doing. Do what you normally do. So the guy does his jokes. Did he get to wait in line again, Walt Disney? <laughs> yeah, he had to get that. I'll see you in fifteen minutes. <laughs> so yeah, so he went went through with the jokes, uh-huh. and that's why we have what really? we have now. Yes, and did that guy get a promotion? I I don't know that part, but because no, no, he didn't. The reason <laughs> only if we were a Disney History podcast, you know. The reason why Walt wanted to know because he walked by someone saying, "I don't want to go on that ride. I've already been on it." And Walt wants you to want to right. go on something more than once. Yeah, yeah. And that ride's so hit and miss now, though. Because you uh, have you ever gone on with a bad skip? Because I've had a few bad ones and I've had a yeah, few phenomenal yeah, ones. Yeah. I've had ones where you just sit there, you're like, we talk, oh. and we talked about it. It's like the skipper can really make or break or the break ride. It, yes. Oh, no doubt about it. Yeah, there's a couple times in like the uh, safari ride uh-huh. where the person driving the safari, you know, like the vehicle, it could that person can make like the ride that much better despite had, the comments and stuff like that. Yeah, Alvi's pretty good. Guy, Look for him. Ago. We're over at uh, oh. Jungle Cruise. Yeah, Jungle Cruise. Alfie. What's the name? Al- Alfie? Alvi. Alvi. <laughs> I just get excited every time I go through for Animal Kingdom to go on the safari that uh, if, if you guys are Grandma's Boy fan, Dr. Dr. Shakaloo is the guy who's in the videos. Is it really? It's him. Yeah, it's the same actor. I know Kevin Nash is in that movie, Grandma's Boy. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, other news, uh, Mandalorian Season 2 is set for October. Sweet. So October? Yeah, too. Yes. Really? I love that. Look forward to. Hopefully, it'll have more than eight episodes this time. Oh yeah, that would be ideal. Let's do thirty-five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just like Lady and the Tramp on the Disney Plus service, uh, the live-action remake, they are having Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, that's live action. I, I think that'd this. be cool. I heard about it. It'd be all, that's gonna be fun. I don't know how Lilo's gonna be live-action, but we'll see. It's gonna be like. <laughs> 
How? Oh, Stitch. I'm sorry. Stitch is a good live <laughs> I thought you were making a joke there. <laughs> no, no. Little Hawaiian girl? I mean, yeah, no. It's Stitch. not that hard, yeah. <laughs> Stitch is going to be an issue, I think. I, I don't think so, man. Yes, if they, they don't ca- do the good CGI, then but, it's Well, why would Disney cool. not do the good CGI? But the Lady and the Tramp <laughs> No, because you agreed with me on Noel. Didn't you? Do you watch yes. Noel? Yes. Could they not have done a little bit better job on the reindeer? Yeah, but Noel isn't well known. It isn't. It's not. It's not a well known Disney property. Yeah, true. Uh-huh. Yeah, the stakes weren't as high in Noel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing I have is the uh, new um, Canadian Circle Vision 360 is open as well. Uh huh. Oh, who's the host? Yeah, do you know host? He's get ready for a breathtaking look at the Great White North Wind. Canada far and wide in Circle Vision 360 debuts on January 17, 2020. Does not say the host. He's right, oh, Justin like, Bieber. So nothing, what? nothing aboot the host. Nothing nope. aboot the host. Yeah. Have yeah. you guys talked about the um, the Super Bowl commercials that showed some of the Disney Plus stuff? Oh, WandaVision. WandaVision. Oh yeah, that was so, that looked cool. And Falcon, uh, Falcon, and uh, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that got yeah. bumped up too. And there's another one too that showed. What was it? I Wa- can't remember. I didn't watch Super Bowl. I don't think so. I think that was only two. WandaVision. Of course, they had the Black Widow, or not Black Widow. They had um. They yeah, did they have a Black, Black Widow. Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Okay. I heard too. I heard that Sam Raimi is going to be Ooh. directing the new Doctor Strange movie. Really, that's gonna be interesting. That's what I heard. Uh, I think I saw that in passing yesterday. Which I mean, that's. I think that's a good thing. I think that's a, that's a big move. Yeah, it is a big move because he did the Spider-Man movies. He did, like, yeah, the first three. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the other one. Was uh... is that the guy who made Spider-Man Dance? Yes. Oh God. That's a great You know, scene. he made two no, he made two incredible films before that, but everybody rags on him because he most Spider Man dance. Did, he did other ones. <laughs> what was the one Spider Man? Uh, he he also did other movies, Sam. He Rainey. did he did Evil Dead, but I mean he he pioneered what, you know, big spectacle superhero movies are. Mm-hmm. Like that first Spider Man movie when yeah. that came out, I mean that changed the game. That was the yeah. bomb. Yeah, it was. That's true, man. And that was him. Yep. Yeah. I, I know what the other one is. Loki. Yes, that was a Loki, which is going to be really good, and it's going to be awesome. There was a Loki commercial, you're right. So, so, uh, Young Professor, you know, we had him on this episode. Tell us all about you. Where can we find you? Well, you can find me across all your platforms of social media. I wish that I had gotten into the game as the Young Professor early enough to get the same address for everything, but alas... Other people have thought of putting those words together. So on Facebook, you can catch me at The Young Professor. That's also probably where I'm most active. On Instagram, you can catch me at MG the Young Professor because my real name's Matt Grafer, which no one will remember. And Young Professor G on the Twitter. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. This yeah, was a lot of fun. It was you, cool. We had fun. Yeah, it was nice. And that's the his on ESPN's Wide World of Sports. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Adam. And I'm the Young Professor Matt Grafer. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHis65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHis.